and welcome to episode 141 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Heather. I'm Sharla. And we're still minus Sarah, who is at home recovering, I'm sure, listening to us and screaming at her her phone, listening to all of us talk about the Disney news when she can't. I know, right? We miss you, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I uh, I am ready for her to be back. I Both you and I are have a minor freak out whenever we have to host, because she's so good at it, and it's not natural to us but I know it's almost like it's on autopilot when she's hosting where like I can just show up and I have my opinions but then when we have to host we actually have to think about what like okay what comes next what are we supposed to talk about (laughs) I know I know but but we'll be glad to have her back in a few weeks um hopefully she'll be back in a few weeks I can't make promises for her but but we're expecting you back in a few weeks, Sarah. So <laughs> get rest until then. <laughs> yeah, um, but so we have a little bit of Disney news this week, not too, too much. Um, and But I think the big one that everybody, the entire world is talking about is that Disney released a tiny, tiny bit of information on the Galactic Star Cruiser, the the quote unquote Star Wars hotel experience um, mm-hmm. that I know everybody's been waiting for. So I, I think that the world is very excited about that. Yes. So we're not going to get into a lot of it here because that's going to be our Patreon extra for this week. But what I will say here is that we know that it is going to open in spring 2022. That's all the. Di- info we have we don't know when it's going to be available for booking we don't know the exact date but we know right now spring 2022 um and then like charlotte said we will talk about like because there has been some pricing leaked and experiences and all of that so we're going to kind of give our our hot takes on what we think of the pricing did we expect that um and all of that in our patreon extra so right. stay tuned for that if you're our patreon subscribers if not you know you can head to patreon.com and support us Um, And then last week, we kind of touched on it that Disneyland had announced that they are making an especial announcement the following day. And of course, they did come out with their Magic Key program, which, like we assumed, is the replacement Disneyland Pass Holder program. Um, It's really not so much different than... I don't know why they're not calling them annual passes, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not <laughs> like it's it's not like it's a membership program or anything like there, there wasn't much difference just from my standpoint. Um, so they they announced all the details, but they do not go on sale until August 25th. So if you are a California local, you have to wait another couple of weeks before you can purchase your magic key. Um but there is obviously there's still monthly payment options, which I am very surprised about because I think part of the problem with the crowds at Disneyland is that there are so many annual pass holders and there are so many because there are monthly payments. It's easy to pay $40 a month versus, you know, $700 in one pop. Um, but those monthly payments are only for Southern Cal or for California residents. Um so if you live, you know, in the neighboring states, New Mexico, Arizona, all that, or Nevada, you cannot make monthly payments. You have to buy a pass. What I also thought was interesting is that there is an exclusive 
magic key called the Imagine Key, and that is only for Southern California residents. So you have to live in one of X number of zip codes in order to qualify for that key. So um, I would qualify for it because I live obviously very close to Disneyland. Um, and it's nice because it's only $400 a year, which is like, oh, wow. when was the last time that you've gotten an annual pass to any Disney park for $400? Um, uh, uh, you would have to put down $179 and then it's only $19 a month, which is fantastic. However, um, again, that is part of the problem with crowding in in Disneyland. And also it comes with an incredible amount of blackout dates. It has the most number of blackout dates out of any of the passes. Um, I know we don't have that many Southern California locals or Disneyland local people, so I'll just kind of make it short. There's four levels of keys, the Imagine Key for Southern California residents, the Enchant Key, which is $649, the Believe Key, which is $949, and the Dream Key, which is $1,399 a year. And obviously, as each level goes up, you get less blockout dates. Um, and there's also Here's the one thing that I thought was different from the last annual passes is that there are tiered discount levels before annual pass holders just got a blanket 20%. Um, now, depending on the level of key you purchase determines the level of discount you get. So um, the majority of them are 10% off merchandise and food and beverage, which is nothing. <laughs> it's like, why even offer a discount? Um, only the dream key the highest level gets to keep the 20% off merchandise discount. And then they also they get a 15% off food and beverage. And only the dream key includes theme park parking. The lower two do not include parking at all. And the believe key, which is the middle one, includes 50% off parking when you get to the parks. Um, and I saw a lot of our members chatting in our Facebook group that, oh, you know, I can't believe they're not including parking. This is going to limit the amount of people. Disneyland passes haven't included parking for about three or four years now. So that's not anything new out here. Yeah. I know Florida parks, I believe they still include parking, but the Disneyland passes haven't. So that's not anything new for us. Yeah, this is interesting um, for several reasons. But one, I don't know what's going to happen when the Walt Disney World annual passes return for sale. Um, I I don't see them doing this particular level because they don't have, they never did have that, but they very well could. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> what they're, what they're going to, um, what they're going to offer. But they have, they have in the past had Florida resident annual passes that you could have that monthly payment on. Um, yeah. So. My mom had the, I mean, those disappear or those came about after I moved out of Florida. So I never had one, but my mom had the annual pass for residents that she would make her monthly payments on. Um, so I don't know. I wish they would have done away with the monthly payments. I, I, I understand why they have them because it's much easier to afford that monthly payment for right. sure. But if you're trying to control capacity in those parks, which is a, a huge problem out here, I just, I don't know. I, I would have done away with the monthly yeah. payments. Um, Maybe they're you know, still relying on the park pass reservation system to control capacity. Well, and that uh, that's another thing is that um, the Magic Key uh, pass holders, they have their own pool of park passes to draw from. So mm. they're not pulling from the, the general 
like if you and I were to go and poke, book a hotel package, they have their own separate pool of park passes so that for the most part, hopefully they would be able to get into the park. Um, I'm just trying, so, but what I thought was it like, you can make X amount of park passes in a month, um, which is good for a pass holder. But what I found was interesting is that they have no show rules. So that if you do not, if you make yourself park reservations and you do not show up three times in 90 days, so essentially you make a park pass and you don't show up for it once a month, your pass is suspended for 30 days. So you cannot, oh. you cannot make new park reservations for 30 days. Um, and you can cancel up until the night before. So, you know, if you just decided you don't feel like going tomorrow morning, like just take that extra step and save yourself the hassle. Um, but that's good though, because otherwise you're forcing somebody else to not be able to get into the park when you decided on the last minute. Yeah, um, I agree. And then of course there's going to be special events and special perks and and all of that like there used to be so that's the magic key program in a nutshell i'm leaving out a million and one details but you can always go to the disneyland site and kind of read about that yeah i i i find it very fascinating and i am interested to see what they will do at walt disney world if it's anything like this or complete who knows it could be like it it could be different we, we just don't know i feel like there probably will be a lot of similarities but what works in california doesn't work in florida either because again different clientele there's a lot right. more vacationers and international travelers it, to the florida parks than there are here in california and even though there is a big local contingent in florida it's nowhere near the level in california so they're gonna have to tweak it to fit each set of clientele yeah for sure for sure um, and then the last bit of news that we had is that Walt Disney World released a small sneak peek of their merchandise limes for the upcoming 50th anniversary. And some of it I loved, some of it I didn't. They showed three different lines. Um, but what I found interesting is that they were going to have more lines come out as the celebration went on. So sneaky Disney enticing me to come back more than <laughs> for the celebration. <laughs> it's like those um, annual pass coasters or whatever you get for the Food and Wine Festival. They want you to come back over and over and a over million again. Times. And I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care that I live across the country now. Uh, but my favorite line from what we saw, and again, they only released two or three pictures from each line. So I'm sure there's going to be a million things in each line. And some of it I'm going to love. But I loved the retro line. You know, mm -hmm. like from through the years, like some designs they brought back, which I thought was cool. But I loved the iridescent collection because they have really pretty mini ears that I very obviously need to get. And I think they come out in like late October, early November. So I have my fingers crossed that they'll be out when I, if I go in October. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that is it. That's the Disney news for this past week. I'm sure something will come out today as soon as we're done recording. Um, but <laughs> stay tuned. We are going to be doing kind of a rapid fire question. We had our listener, Caitlin, send us in a long email with a ton of questions, and we just thought it, it would be great for its own podcast topic. So stay tuned. Okay. All right, Sharla, you have right. the email in front of you. I should yes. also say my brain doesn't seem to be working well today. So let's see how this goes with rapid fire and trying okay. to think of things. But go ahead. Um, yeah, these are from Kayla with a C. So uh, I wanted to make that. Oh, uh, I said Caitlin. I'm sorry. Yep. Kayla. 
I always I always want to spell Kayla with a K. I guess that's like how people misspell my name all the time. So Kayla with a C. Um, all right. So she sent us a list of questions and we thought it would be fun to do today. And she says, um, if you had to pick one for each park, we're going to do each each domestic park. So six parks. Um, which would you pick for each category? So I'm going to read and then we're going to pick one and we'll, we'll start with, oh God. um, yeah. I'm very nervous. So, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with, um, Walt Disney World and then we'll go to the Disneyland parks and then if we feel like it, we'll do something else too. Maybe Disney Springs or downtown Disney. Okay. Your favorite table service meal item not just the place but what would you eat um okay magic kingdom okay my my favorite quick service meal table service meal. table service meal at the magic kingdom oh my oh liberty tree tavern the thanksgiving okay. dinner mostly just give me the stovetop stuffing please okay um Gosh, I don't really think that the Magic Kingdom has a lot of great table service options. So I will say, I do like Liberty Tree Tavern, so, but to be different, I will say um, Skipper Canteen, and they have a shrimp that's really good. Oh, okay. So I know that we can't include this because they no longer have it, but at Liberty Tree Tavern, their lunch used to be phenomenal. Like, hands down, easily my favorite favorite thing to eat at the magic kingdom and they used to have a pasta on there called the william penn pasta that was really good and because you said skipper canteen i just made their falafels the other night <laughs> it was some of the best falafels i've ever had so that's a good yeah. one too all right all right so favorite quick service meal item oh that's no we gotta go to the park we gotta go to each park so so that was magic kingdom all right favorite table service meal at epcot that, that, that i can no sooner pick a favorite child <laughs> I, I, I'm literally drawing blanks. I have no idea. I eat so much at Epcot. Oh, God. Pizza. Pizza at Vianapoli. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, La Hacienda. And they have, I had it on my trip in April, the chickenless chicken fajitas. Um, and if you leave the cheese off or, or switch it to vegan cheese, it makes it a vegan meal. So that was absolutely delicious. And everybody that got the meat, uh, was jealous of my food, <laughs> so it was it was excellent. So try it even if you're not vegetarian or vegan. That uh, vegetarian chicken enchiladas thing. Okay, uh, favorite table service meal at um, this is Hollywood Studios. Okay, I don't really eat table service here much anymore. Um, I haven't in a long time. I'm just usually at the the Brown Derby Lounge. But I will say it would probably in my past life have to be the pot roast at 50s Primetime Cafe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I don't see why the Brown Derby Lounge doesn't count as a sit down meal because I would say the cob salad at the Brown Derby Lounge. Yeah. That's fine. Their sliders are always good there too. They also have very good fried chicken at 50s Primetime Cafe. That is my stepfather's, like, favorite food at Disney. Like, he'll just go there to pick up fried chicken and go home. Yeah. <laughs> Take it yeah. to go and go home. So I think the moral of our story is Brown Derby Lounge or 50s Primetime Cafe is where you should sit down and eat. 
Yeah, pretty much. So. That's all you got there. <laughs> all right. Uh, favorite table service meal item at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom? Noodles at Yak and Yeti. Okay. Um, no questions asked. Just go eat them. There's a steak at um, the Tiffin's that is absolutely incredible. And there, I'm, I'm cheating. Oh, there's two. Their short ribs are really good there. Yeah. And then at the Nomad Lounge, they have the sliders that are really, really good. So that's my favorite there. I'm going to, I mean, I'm almost always going to eat at the Nomad Lounge. I know. I always eat at the Nomad Lounge too, but that's not really a sit down because it's more of a bar. I don't know. I love, that's usually where I'm at is the Nomad Lounge. I'm counting it as sit down because somebody comes and serves it to me. Fair. That's what I'm counting it. So. Okay, favorite uh, table service meal item at Disneyland? Uh, oh, God. Um, I never eat sit down. <laughs> um, I, I'm always at the Plaza Inn. Um, oh, gosh. Hey, oh, I guess baked potato soup at Carnation Cafe. Okay. Um, I don't know that I've ever... I mean, I've had, I've eaten at the Blue Bayou, but it's meh. Yeah. It's I mean, not I mean if we're going to, if we're really going to yeah. go for it, I had that fried chicken at, uh, I know what you're going to say. Cause I was going to that time. I was going to say so, club 33 has really wonderful kale cakes that I'm obsessed with. They're yeah. delicious. That fried chicken at club 33 is the best fried chicken I've ever eaten. Seriously. Go and I'm yourself from, a friend who has club 33 membership and just eat there. Yeah, That's all. I mean, I'm from I am from the South, and that fried chicken was the best I've ever had <laughs> for, for, for sure. Okay, uh, favorite table service meal item at DCA. Oh, oh, oh! I don't know how can I choose. It's just something from Lamplight Lounge. Everything from the Lamplight Lounge. Oh, I love the salmon PLT. Um, they have some really great vegan. Just everything at Lamplight Lounge. Everything. Everything, every appetizer, everything on the menu. I cannot pick one. I've never had anything less than excellent there. Okay. I have to, I, I don't know that I can pick one because I don't know that I have enough uh, sit down restaurant experience. There's the, what's the name of that? Uh, terrace. That's, that's really good. Um, there are the wine country. Area. Oh, the wine country tutorial. Oh, the one uh -huh. upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really good, but I cannot specifically remember a meal item. They have really there. good flatbreads up there, but you can't go there anymore because now it's only for Magic Key holders. Oh, well, I meant the I meant the like the restaurant. What's the wine oh country wine country tutorial? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I can't think of a specific meal though, but I did I. I do agree that the Lamplight Lounge is absolutely The Lamplight Lounge right now is, in my opinion, the best restaurant in all of Disneyland Resort. And I know people love Carthay Circle, and I do too, but I will say it, sometimes it's hit or miss. It's not, sometimes you have a really fantastic meal, and other times it's just, eh. Um, but get the biscuits if you go to Carthay Circle. Yeah, I have eaten at Carthay Circle a couple times, and nothing has been, like, really stood out. 
to me. You know? Yeah, I like um, when I go to Carthay Circle in the pre-pandemic times, because I don't know that they're allowing this right now, but I would just go to the lounge. I would get yeah. get myself a table in the lounge and order there. It's a different menu. It's not the full, like, it's not the menu from upstairs. And that food is always fantastic, except for the hummus that they tried to kill me with. Um, All right. <laughs> but otherwise, the, I find the lounge has much better food than Carthay Restaurant. Yes. And don't don't go anybody go blaming the lounge. They changed the recipe of the hummus and it had something that Heather is allergic to. So they tried to kill me. Yes. I'm just saying we don't want people to think, oh, they're going to try to kill me if if they eat there. I'm okay with you all thinking that they tried to kill me. That's <laughs> what they tried to do. <laughs> all right. Then. Okay, so all right, we're done with that. Now we're gonna go to quick service and let's go back over to the Magic Kingdom. Favorite quick service meal item at the Magic Kingdom? Oh, no. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think, where did I eat? I, I don't know. The thing that comes to mind, and I, I haven't had these in years because obviously I eat plant-based, but for some reason, the thing that comes to my mind is um, corn dog nuggets at Casey's Corner. <laughs> Charlotte's no, face. Charlotte no, I got... I, loved corn dog nuggets i love them i love them i love them if they made a vegan version of that i'd be there all the time uh, casey's quarter is the place that i got sick the one time and i can't eat there again oh, no. and i know i got sick after eating there like real sick so um all right so if i had to pick up one meal at magic kingdom it would be there is a um salad with chickpeas and a vinaigrette that is absolutely delicious over at uh right now is at the tomorrowland terrace what used to be the noodle station but it's i think it's going to stay around whether it's at that noodle station or back to whenever columbia harbor house is open again it um, just reopened columbia harbor okay house. well that that salad at the noodle station is absolutely incredible there's favorite. a picture of it on our instagram if you want to see it and there's but yeah there's one of a um in the blog i wrote about how i ate plant-based at walt disney world I mean, that, that was a, first of all, it was a really good picture. So It was a great picture. You did a very good job with it. It was, oh, that food was so good. So once again, everybody was jealous of my salad. So, um, okay. Favorite table, a uh, favorite quick service meal item at Epcot. And this is going to be hard. I, okay. I don't love quick service at Epcot. I feel like it, it's nowhere near as good as, um, as their table service options. Um, so quick service is really hard for me at Epcot. Sometimes I like sun sunshine season, but lucky for me, there always seems to be a festival going on at Epcot. So I just eat at the festival. Um, so it, like last year at the, the food and wine booth, um, I loved like the, the impossible slider was really good. They had, um, I can't remember the name of it, but something from the Africa booth that was delicious just at this past flower and garden festival. Um, I had this short, like plant-based short rib bowl. That was good. It was so freaking good. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. I, it was really, really good. So I mostly just eat at the festivals. I don't know. And if, if I'm going to pick my favorite, let's be honest, it's the cheese bread. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, the, if you're going to pick festival food, there was a, um, there, my two favorites are no longer offered, <laughs> or at least at the festival, you can get one of them at one of the restaurants in Morocco, but that Harissa chicken roll 
was absolutely. Oh my gosh, that phenomenal. was so good. That yeah, so good. you can still get that, I believe, at um, Spice Road Table. It was last time I checked, it was on the menu at Spice Road Table. I also really loved the uh, kimchi lettuce wraps that they had with the South Korea booth, but they don't have, they haven't had those in the past few years. So if I'm going to pick a current favorite quick service, I don't know, that's so hard. I do, I really like Sunshine Seasons if I'm gonna have to pick a place to go that's not a festival, you know, what? Okay, I you're raising your hand. I'm amending my previous statement that okay. I told you my brain isn't working today. So I just realized the one place I do eat often for quick service, like almost exclusively, is Tangerine Cafe in Morocco. They oh, have yeah. a falafel shawarma plate that is everything in the world. It is so good. And it, there's so much food. Usually my mom and I will share it. Like, And I don't like to share food, but it, there's just so much food there. It's delicious. That, I love that place. That's the plate that has the... Um, the lentils on it and the yeah it's got like tabbouleh lentils um (laughs) it's got falafels hummus pita i agree oh my gosh it's so good and then they have they have you know chicken and beef shawarma too and wraps and all of that but i love the falafel one yeah i've had that many times there i don't know why i didn't think of it either but yes it's very very good I, I just okay. want you all to know that the second we stop recording, I'm going to think of 70 things that are in <laughs> all of these parts that are not coming to my brain right now. Of course, that's how it works. <laughs> um, okay, so favorite quick service meal item at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh, um, nothing. I eat at the Brown Derby Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I only go to the Brown Derby Lounge at Hollywood Studios. I literally do nothing else. Maybe now I ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and that's about all I do. Yeah. Um, okay, so I do like a couple of things there. The uh, Backlot Express has a hummus plate that's the Two Sons Hummus, I believe, and that's, that. that is so, so good. They put sesame seeds on one of the hummus. Oh my gosh, that's really, really good. So, yeah. I feel like the Backlot Express, when I was there last October, I wanted to eat there so bad and there was just this ridiculous glitch with the mobile ordering and it was just a really bad experience. But I remember they had just updated their menu and it looked incredible. And I feel like that's one of the most underrated restaurants there and everybody's kind of like rushes past it. Um, Yeah. And I think it's because, too, like, you know, it's more inventive of a menu. You're not going to find burgers and fries on it. Like, you know, sometimes they'll have Asian bowls or they have salmon or whatever it is. And I I remember that they had just put up a really great plant-based menu item last year, and I just didn't get to it. But maybe maybe this time, if I go in October, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, Mostly I'm just going to be at Brown Derby Lounge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, Okay, favorite uh, quick service meal item at Disney's Animal Kingdom? Well, it used to be the noodle bowl at Yak and Yeti Express, but they took the noodles away, and so I have issue with that. But I found a new favorite when I was there in May. I don't know the official name of it, but it's at Satuli Canteen over in Pandora, and it's like a tofu bowl, and you can get it either with grains or with a sweet potato hash, and it's got like this fried tofu with all of these different spices, and I've never eaten anything so delicious, like at a quick service theme park restaurant. It was fantastic. And I just want to get 10 of them the next time I go there. Okay. 
Um, mine would be, um, now I can't remember what it was, but it was over at Flame Tree Barbecue. Oh, it was a hot dog. It was a plant-based hot dog with a slaw on top. That was like, oh, I've seen pictures a, of that. On it Susanna's had a slaw site. and a crunchy thing, uh, like crunchy fried bits. It was so, so, so good. That was definitely It fun. looked really good. I mean, I haven't tried it, but I saw Susanna's picture and it looked delicious. I feel like, was it really filling? It looked huge. It was very filling. It was very filling. And normally I don't like a plant-based hot dog or a brat. I just don't think they're good. This was, this was, this was very, very, very good. Um, but I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking like non-plant-based, I think you can't go wrong with Flame Tree Barbecue on everything. It's their, their barbecue is excellent. So. Yep, that's my pick. Okay, favorite quick service meal item at Disneyland? Well, it used to be the Pasta Alfredo at Plaza Inn, but that was before two years ago when Galaxy's Edge opened. And now if you are not getting the Rontolis Roaster, you are doing life wrong. It is the greatest thing in all of Disneyland. It is. I, I love it so much that I had it twice when I was there on opening day. I missed it that much. I don't know why they don't have that in Florida. But. I don't know. And I kind of like, I want you all to have it, but I feel like I don't want you to all to have it because it's a reason to come out to California. Like it's something mm -hmm. that makes us special. So get over here to California and get yourself a Rondola's roaster immediately. All right. Um, okay. My favorite at Disneyland is definitely a corn dog from the corn dog cart um, on yes. Main Street. Yeah. There Interesting. You can it. eat that corn dog, but not corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner. It's not. It's not about the corn dog. It's about the fact that it's Casey's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right. The little red wagon corn dogs taste like any, unlike any other corn dog anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. They're they're really good. Um, yeah, they're really really good. So that's my favorite there. Uh, okay, DCA. My favorite quick service. Oh, gosh. Um, mm, I really love, well, it's hard to say because I love the Paradise Gardens in or, or whatever the name of it is over in the corner because sometimes it's Mediterranean and they have a great Greek salad there, but mm. they don't. But then half of the year, it's more Latin flavors. And that one's, kind of, it's hard because you never know which menu you're getting when you go over there. Paradise Gardens Grill, that's the name of it. Yeah. Um, so now, what do I normally eat when I go there? Um, there was a really good breakfast wrap, breakfast shawarma wrap at, um, at the shawarma palace in Avengers Campus. Um, the lunch I didn't care for because it was all cauliflower, so I can't eat that, and it was very garlicky. Um, but the breakfast shawarma wrap was really good. I don't, I'm drawing a blank on what I normally eat when I go to DCA for quick service. Um, okay, well, for me, I'm going to go back over to Disneyland and also mention the Hungry Bear um, restaurant. I don't know if it's a cafe or restaurant. Way in the back at Critter Country has a fried green tomato BLT. That's Ooh absolutely incredible so uh if you're back in the way back of the park you can absolutely eat that it's so good um for dca they have some i i, I agree i don't usually eat quick service there 
I mean, I'm sure I must. I'm there. <laughs> I spend most of my time there. So obviously I eat something, but like I can't, I, I, my brain is not firing on all cylinders. I'm most yeah. of the time I'm at Lamplight Lounge. I just genuinely love that place. But when I want something quick, I don't, I don't uh, know what I'm having. Smoke, Smoke Jumper's Grill is really good over next to Soren. That's, that's really good. They have had some good uh, grilled chicken sandwiches over there. So that's going to be, I'll pick that. Um, I'll tell you that, that, remember that very first time we went to DCA and I was so excited about those lobster nachos. Yes. Um, and we, we actually, that was before you had to wait in line and when it uh-huh. was the Cove, uh, the Cove cafe yeah. and you could just like walk in to the little bar up there. That, uh-huh. That's before and, the and they were so disappointing. Up. I was so excited about those for weeks and I kept saying how I was going to have those and then they were so disappointing. So don't eat those. That's and they're opinion. still on the menu too. There's Are a they? Lot of- yeah, I guess they, I don't know if they're in the full restaurant or just up at the bar. I think they're in the full restaurant. But I, honestly, there's so many better things at Lamplight yeah. Lounge. I just don't like lobster, though, so. Yeah. Okay, all right, favorite. Here is uh, why I don't eat. Now I'm like, I'm thinking about my time at DCA. I'm either usually up at the, our secret, super secret spot that we can't go to anymore. I'm at Lamplight Lounge or I'm at the Carthay Circle Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the places I eat usually. <laughs> so that's why I'm not well, going that's, to the circle. That's like at uh, the Hollywood Studios, why we don't pick a lot of quick service because we are at the Brown Derby Lounge most of the exactly. time. So. Uh, okay, so your favorite snack or drink not necessarily alcoholic drink or but snack or drink oh no all right magic kingdom um oh you it used to be the cheshire cake cups at the cheshire cafe next to the mad tea party but they haven't had those in years um i don't know i don't really snack at the magic kingdom i don't really snack at disney world yeah so i'm just gonna say all of my snacks at Walt Disney World, I can get in any park. So I like the popcorn. I like the Mickey pretzel. Um, I like a Mickey bar. So I could get all of those in any park at Walt Disney World. So I mean, I'm fun. sure there are a lot of good snacks, but I can't, like, I don't normally snack there. So I don't know. I, I know in Epcot, I like to get one of the pretzels in Germany. Like, not a Mickey pretzel, not a Disney pretzel. Like, very specifically the ones in the Germany pavilion. Um, Hollywood Studios. Oh, carrot cake cookie. That's the greatest snack of all time. <laughs> um, and then uh, Animal Kingdom. Like, I like to stop and get like the little samosas. You know, like they have those little car oh, carts around. Yeah. Like little. Sometimes they have samosas that are really good, or I'll like, get like a hummus plate. Um, but again, I'm not really. I don't know. I don't really snack there i mean i'm sure i've had a million of them and now i can't think of it off the top of my head but it's more of like a oh i saw a picture of this let me go try as opposed to it's my favorite and i have to get it every time well as we've said many times disneyland does snacks way way better than walt disney world so to me i would almost rather snack my way around disneyland Mm -hmm. than have the meal but yet at walt disney world i'm gonna eat more of the meal meal exactly yeah well, okay, yeah. so at Disneyland, here are my favorites. Currently, it's the churro toffee, um, which you can find in, well, I guess that's DCA. So that's my favorite in DCA. Um, there's also Cheshire Tales in Disneyland, the Matterhorn Macaroon uh, over at DCA, Jack Jack's Cookie Num Num. Um, oh, gosh, there's just so many, so many good snacks. You have to get a churro 
at Disneyland. They're better than the ones in Florida. Don't <laughs> argue with me on that. They just are. Go get one. Um, and then they have seasonal churros, too. So, like, all over the park. Like, how Tokyo Disneyland does different mm-hmm. flavored popcorn. Yeah. Disneyland does seasonal and different flavored churros, depending on the time of year and the area of the park you're in. So, that's yeah. really good. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland does churros as well. Um for some things like they had a pump uh like an, an orangish uh churro it, it, it was it was like an orange sherbet kind of flavor of churro mm. it was really good but yeah the popcorn over there was cool but they have a lot of seasonal stuff in parks that around the world that are not Walt Disney World so yeah. I feel like I'm like missing out with Florida right and I, I wonder like I sometimes they'll do I noticed last year they tried a little bit with Halloween, but they don't really keep up. Like um, in DCA, they do over at Award Wieners, they do the funnel cake fries, which are incredible. And they change those seasonally. My favorite is the carrot cake ones for the spring. Although I really, really love the, um, the churro funnel fries that they have for the fall. Mm. Also at Hungry Bear over in Disneyland, they have a churro funnel cake, bring three friends. You cannot eat this by yourself. You will die of a sugar shock, but it's basically a funnel cake with churro cinnamon and sugar on it and then drizzled with caramel and some whipped cream. Oh my God, it's the best thing. It will change your life. They have something very similar to that at uh, Sleepy Hollow at the Magic Kingdom. That's uh, like, yeah, it's like an ice cream sandwich, but it's a churro ice cream sandwich thing. It's very good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, can we let's talk about Sleepy Hollow because I forgot that existed. Um, they have the sweet and spicy chicken and waffle sandwich. That was really very good. good. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Sarah yeah. talked about that on her blog a couple weeks ago with food at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you're a meat eater. Good. Go eat that for me. Yeah, it's it's like slightly spicy, but not not very spicy. Yeah, it's and, just enough heat to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I always forget. I always forget about Sleepy Hollow as well, and I don't know why. I like it. I like it a lot. I just, it's just one of those places that I just walk I right past most of the time. But if somebody's like, hey, do you want to go sleep at home? Yeah, absolutely. I want to go there. But they also yeah. have great iced coffee in the morning. So if you don't feel like waiting in a six hour line at Starbucks, just go to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up. We, Kayla said a few more things, but we'll save those for another, another time. Cause that's all. We, I mean, we talked about food, which is the best. It's the most important part of a Disney vacation is the food. (laughs) All right. So I don't know. I guess go to our Facebook group, send us an email, let us know what your favorites are in each park. Uh, because I'm sure there's a million and one things that we have forgotten about. So I would love to hear what you all think, because then this reminds me for my upcoming trips, I'll make a little list of everything that I need to go try. (laughs) So this is it for us for quite some time. We are going to take our normal few weeks summer vacation. Um, We always do that around this time each year. But then on top of that, we're waiting for Sarah to recover for a little bit. Charlotte and I both have vacations coming up, hopefully. So we will be back on September 15th with our next episode. September 22nd. September 22nd. My fault. I lied. We will be back on (laughs) September 22nd. That means I get an extra day, an extra week of vacation. So we'll be back September 22nd. Um, We don't know what our topic will be then, but we're going to miss you guys until then. Of course, we'll be around on Facebook and Instagram. Um, You can always keep in touch with us there. So I hope you all enjoy your summer. Bye, everyone. Bye.